Good morning. I'm Erica Allen. I'm one of the pastors of Horizon. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. We're going to begin our first message in the series, Polarized, How We Navigate a Divided World. And I'm just going to go ahead and tell you the bottom line of this message series. The way to navigate a divided world is to follow the way of Jesus. We're going to look at that over the next four weeks, how we can be people who follow Jesus in this divided world. You know, on Tuesday morning, I got up inspired and pumped up because on Monday night, our Tampa Bay Lightning brought home the Stanley Cup. Go Bolts! I'm like so excited. I'm still excited. I was so inspired. I read about how the team, you know, sacrificed months with their family. They, they really figured out how to band together and bring this Stanley Cup home to us on Monday night. So I woke up Tuesday morning absolutely inspired. And then Tuesday night happened, and I found myself, after the presidential debate, just absolutely irritated. I was irritated with my friends posting on Facebook. I was irritated with what I saw and heard on TV. I was irritated with every headline I read. I was absolutely irritated. And so I woke up Wednesday morning with this question to God, like, how could I have started out Tuesday morning so inspired and ended my evening so irritated and upset with the way things were? Like, what do we do in a world where we can wake up inspired and excited and we can go to bed irritated and upset? How can we be people who are doing something different in the world that people aren't going to sleep irritated every single night? And this is what God did. God brought me to the Bible, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24. I want to read you this verse that Paul wrote to people who were in a church who, who were living in a world much like ours, divided. People were right or wrong. They were left or right. They were liberal or progressive. They're, you had one way or the other way, and that was the only way, right? And, and, and Paul says to them, writes to them from prison a lot of times, and he says there's a different way to navigate this world that you live in, and it's by following a Jesus who offers us something different than the world will ever give to us. And I, I want you to hear what it looks like, what Paul tells people it, it looks like, to follow Jesus. He inspires them by saying this to him. He says, let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good deeds. And I realized that, that when we're making the choice to stir up one another to love and good deeds, we're, we're actually trying to stir up inspiration in people. We're trying to inspire them to live and to see and to be like Jesus. And that's giving them some amount of joy. And when we're stirring up irritation, when we're stirring up other things in the pot, right, we're just irritating people that is not stirring up people to love and good deeds. I, I want you to hear this loud and clear before I get on to talking about how Jesus does this. I want you to hear me loud and clear that, that there are going to be opportunities in the next four weeks for you to be nice and fluffy and, and pass through the hard things in life. There's going to be times where somebody's going to say something racist, somebody's going to say something that upsets you, somebody's going to say something that they shouldn't say, and the easy thing to do is to be nice and fluffy and to pass it off. That is not how we stir up one another to love and good deeds. I, I want us to really focus on how Jesus does this because he's not just nice. He's always kind. He's always gentle, but he's always stirring up people to love and good deeds. And this is the way he does that. He does three things. The first thing Jesus does is he listens. Every single place Jesus goes, somebody is irritating him and putting him in the back corner. He heals somebody. on the, And you know what the first thing people say to him after he heals a woman with a, a hand that, that's messed up? He says, somebody comes up to him and they're like, it's the Sabbath. Why were you healing somebody on the Sabbath? And Jesus has the opportunity to respond to that irritation by irritating them back 
back. But instead, Jesus takes the moment to inspire them. He offers them a teaching of God and he offers a different answer. He chooses to inspire when he is faced with inspiration because he listens to what's really going on. Are you really concerned about the Sabbath or are you concerned about healing, right? And Jesus goes into conversation by listening to what people really need. God, Jesus like, do you want me to follow the law or do you want me to, to heal people? And Jesus says healing is more important, right? So he listens to what they really want. The Sabbath isn't healing them anymore. So why isn't it? Because it's a bunch of rules and what's really going to heal you is following the way of Jesus. He listens to what is really going on. He goes to another place. He tells a story about how to, he, he starts teaching people about how to love your neighbor. And this person who's really smart, this law student, looks at him and goes, who's your neighbor, Jesus? He's trying to irritate him, back him into a corner, have Jesus, you know, figure out. He's just trying to irritate Jesus. And Jesus offers a story about a man who's a good Samaritan who stops his life and helps and offers healing. He listens to what people really need. Every single time that somebody backs Jesus in the corner and tries to irritate him, Jesus finds a way to inspire them because he listens to what people really need to hear. He listens to what motivates people. And we are in desperate need of healing. And Jesus offers words and a way to God to heal us every single time that people try to irritate him. So this week, there's going to be a chance for you to navigate a divided world. There's going to be a chance for you to stir up irritation. Or there's going to be a chance for you to stir up inspiration. And Paul says, stir up people to love and good deeds because that's what Jesus did. And Jesus showed us how to do that by listening to what people really needed. And what they really need is healing. So take a second this week, take a deep breath when somebody's irritating you and figure out what it is that they really need. The second thing that Jesus did was he connected to God because you are not going to be able to inspire people unless you are connected to God. Every single time that the world began to irritate him and it became too much, when he was too busy, when people were crowding in on his space, when he had to go and go and go and go and he was busy and busy and busy and busy, every single time Jesus draws away and he spends some time with God. He prays. He gets on his knees and he prays. He, he goes away from the group of disciples and he prays. The night before Jesus is hung on a cross, he spends time in a garden with God. When things are hard and heavy and you are being irritated at every single corner, you have got to draw away and you've got to spend some quiet time with God. When people ask me, I can't, I can't hear God. I don't know what he's saying. Have you spent time listening? Stop talking and listen to what it is that God has to say. Open up your Bible. Open up your Bible and start reading anywhere and let God speak to you. Spend some time connecting with God. You are not going to be able to inspire unless you are connected to God. And that's what Jesus did. Every single time things got busy, Jesus drew away to the garden and he connected with God. So listen to what it is that people really need. Make sure that you are connected to God. And the third thing that Jesus did is he, get, he gave what he had. One of my favorite stories is when Jesus is teaching, 5,000 people have come to hear. They are living in a divided world and they want to hear what Paul says Jesus does so good, right? Stirring up people to love and good, and good deeds. And, and people are like drawn to that in Jesus. And there's 5,000 people sitting on a hill listening to Jesus, connecting to God. And they get hungry. 
and and the disciples are like, what are we going to do? We got to feed these people. What are we got to What are we going to do? And Jesus says, there's a way. There's something here that God has for us. And a little boy comes up to Jesus with five loaves of bread and five fish, maybe a lunch that his mom packed him for the day. And Jesus says, this is going to be enough to feed five thousand people because somebody gave what they had. Just give what you have. And Jesus was able to multiply that food and feed the multitude. Feed the multitude because he gave what he had. If you want to stir up people, if you want to inspire people, give what you have and watch God multiply it to feed and heal the multitudes. Give what you have. If you want to live in the way of Jesus, if you want to offer inspiration, if you want to stir up people to love and good deeds, Paul says this because he knows God, is, God has been really clear with him. This is what people need to hear. They need to hear how to be the church, how to be followers of Jesus in a divided world, and they have got to be stirring up people to love and good deeds. Follow the way of Jesus to do that. Listen to others. Hear what it is they really need. You're going to hear what they need for healing. Listen to it and offer the words of Jesus to them. Connect to God. When things are busy and heavy and you are irritated at every corner, take a step away and connect to God. Hear from God. And the third thing is give what you have and watch Jesus multiply it. Watch God use it in, in just miraculous ways. I, I, I can't end this message without you knowing this. Jesus didn't just give what he had on that hillside with, with five fish and five bread and, and, and multiply it and feed the, feed the hundreds. There was a night that Jesus gathered in the upper room with his, his disciples, his closest followers and his closest friends, and he was like, folks, here's the deal. People are irritated. The world is divided. People are in need of healing, and I have to let God use me to inspire them. So I am headed to the cross. I'm headed to give up my body, my life, that others may know the fullness of life. I'm going to let God multiply what it is I have that the whole world may experience a new day, new life, wholeness, right? Things are so divided. I am going to the cross, and Jesus, God is going to do something through me, through Jesus, to, to offer the whole world new hope. I'm going to give what I have, and I'm going to let God use it so the whole world may know about wholeness. There are some of you this morning who are tired of living in a divided world, who are tired of thinking the only way that you have to move forward is, is one of two decisions. And I'm here to say to you, Jesus gave everything he had that you may know wholeness. Listen to how God wants to heal you. Connect with the Jesus who gave everything he had and who God resurrected from the dead that we all may know hope and new life. And give what you have as you follow this Jesus who will multiply hope in ways that you won't even, that will exceed all imagination and dreams. This morning, if you are ready to navigate a divided world, we have to follow the Jesus who gave everything he had. This week, we are asking you to be part of blessing our city. 
We're asking you to join in the week of blessing. You can go to horizon.info, horizontpa.info, click on week of blessing. Every single day this week we are collecting items for different nonprofits because we are going to bless the city because right now, the next month, there's going to be a lot of noise, a lot of noise, and a lot of times we forget about the people that Jesus came and asked us to help the most. So as you connect to God, as you give what you have, let God use that to bless the city in multiple ways, in multiple ways this week. I invite you to check out that week of blessing, to be a part of, of letting God use you to shine light and ignite change in such a divided world. Will y'all pray with me this morning? God, we come to you this morning. Some of us feel like we just live in a polarized world. Some of us feel like our lives are polarized. Some of our families are polarized. Things just feel like they are pulling us in opposite directions. And God, we ask you to, to just continue to create us to be people like Jesus who rise above the irritation and who, who really long to and are used to inspire others, who stir up people to love and good deeds. May those words of yours become who we are. May, they be, may we become people who stir up love and good deeds in others. Will you use what we have? Give us courage, God, to give what we have this week that you may bless our city that you may use it, the things that we bring for healing, God, that you may use the things we bring to help others connect to you, that, that because we gave what we have, you do what only you can do, and you multiply it in amazing ways, that others may know of your hope, of your healing, God, of your wholeness in, in this world that is so divided. We love you, and we thank you for using just ordinary people like us to shine light and ignite change. Keep using us, God. Amen.